So I want you to really go for it because this is real. You know, this isn't just an exercise. This is real life. And I have a dream that you will really let the sparks fly. Get her done. There's this great Chris Rock bit about how streets named after Martin Luther King tend to be more violent. I'm not going to do it, but it's... Oh, this is a good one. Um, hi, how are you? Fine, how are you? Great. Push it. Um, I admire your culture success in America. Thank you. Good. Bum, 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 bum. Come on, Olympics of suffering right here. Slavery versus the Holocaust. Come on. It's going to percolate. No, no, no. Well, that, that was an inadvertent. We didn't actually plan that. And beyond. Right, I turn my likeness to a gold mine. It's about money, nigga. Hit me on that gold line. Yeah, a lot changed since last summer. So if it ain't about numbers, don't dial my number. Five racks a show. And come February, I'ma need five more. King Henry got a nigga eyes low. And every time you see me, I'm sparking like pyro. Eyes on, like the orange men. Double R's on my con again. You know what squad I'm in. Labels don't come at me with those funny deals. We can do this ourselves unless you got some meals. Don't play with that boy. Niggas let me through the door and I came to destroy. Hide up, weeded, comrade on the mic. No croak of all needed. Believe it. At ease, it's the sounds of the Kush God. Feel the weed. Now cool out, cool out. Cool shit, you know what my crew about. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Sid Davis back with another edition of the Social Introvert Podcast, episode 179. You can find this show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast, as well as SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. So, um, man, real quick, this Popeyes thing, right? And it keeps getting bought up and this is the last time I'm going to talk about it. Some people have asked me if I've tried it yet. Nope. Haven't tried it. I have yet to try this thing. I don't think I'll ever will try it, but I know someone who has Serena Williams and fam. She celebrated her recent win by trying a Popeye's chicken sandwich. And uh, that, that's, you know, it's like, okay, whatever. Somebody uh, celebrated by eating Popeye's. It's the picture that was posted on Instagram on her story. I, of course, it's disappeared. You know, your IG story is only available for 24 hours for people to see. Someone caught it, of course, screenshotted it. And I can't help but just, I can't help but look at that picture and bust out in laughter because I'm sitting back asking myself, what are in these sandwiches that make people go insane? We have people dying over them. We got somebody that got beat the fuck up over it. And by looking at Serena Williams in that picture, just, I don't know what it is. She looks like somebody who is on the brink of going crazy over that sandwich. I think she at least bought 
two or three more after that because she bit into that goddamn sandwich like it was no tomorrow. So this article reads, um, actually, this article was on delish.com. But anyway, title of the article, Serena Williams celebrated her second wedding anniversary by finally trying a Popeye's chicken sandwich. <laughs> With 23 Grand Slam tennis championships already on her mantle, there is no dispute that Serena Williams is the GOAT. Agreed. Or greatest of all time. It's the same goddamn thing. GOAT, greatest of all Whatever. But in spite of her endless accomplishments, it's safe to say Serena never truly lived before yesterday. Fuck. November 17th will henceforth be remembered as the day that Serena not only first tasted the iconic Popeye's chicken sandwich, but celebrated her second wedding anniversary with it. That's right. Alexis Ohanian, the co-founder of Reddit, gifted his wife a taste test. Oh. Oh, that's her. Her husband is the co-founder of Reddit. I didn't know that. Oh, that's cool. Shout out to Reddit. <laughs> anyway, Alexis Ohanian, the co-founder of Reddit, gifted his wife a taste test of the sandwich to mark their second year of wedded bliss. Along for the ride was the couple's adorable two year old daughter, Olympia tight name who having witnessed an event such as this is no doubt be bound for greatness sorry but not all went according to plan as serena recorded alexis returning to the car with popeye's bag in hand he reported back some truly tragic news to his wife they are out of pickles <laughs> what the fuck rock to her core serena dedicated an entire slide to protesting this travesty to her instagram story out of pickles however that did not deter her from giving the sandwich a try and it's safe to say she was impressed she quotes have i known life before this day what <laughs> what am i reading <laughs> in her genuine response she closed her eyes to really enjoy it tell us that justin bieber really need this he needs to refine his palate after recently giving the sandwich a try he declared not worth the hype a jb i agree with you wholeheartedly and beebs had pickles on his sandwich too why is this a fucking article jesus christ even though serena is the closest thing we have to royalty on this side of the pond it no we are all royalty anyway let me keep reading this article because who i want to know the clown that wrote this article i'm gonna figure it out later anyway it appears that even she couldn't get her hands on the chicken sandwich before it sold out for what seemed like the longest three months ever oprah also came up short and her best friend gail king shout out to gail king og tried 15 times in one day to find one but failed thankfully order was finally restored to the universe when the sandwich returned to popeye's permanent menu in october now it could also be taking its rightful place as the anniversary present of the moment. <sighs> okay, I listen, man. All right. One, I like pickles, but the pickles from fast food restaurants, for some reason, are quite disgusting. And what did she say? Uh, according, uh, Apparently, she was rocked to her core uh, based on them being out of pickles. And after her trying the sandwich, she says, have I known life before this day?
Is it the sauce inside of these chicken sandwiches? Is it Ed's secret sauce from Good Burger? Well, matter of fact, even the people in Good Burger weren't going crazy over Ed's sauce. It just, apparently it was good as hell and sales went up for them. Anyway, um, <laughs> these Popeye's chicken sandwiches have our people going nuts. And it's so sad to watch. And I'm not saying anything bad about Serena Williams, but look how she bit into the sandwich. It's not hard to find this picture. It might be the artwork for this episode. She looks like a psycho. <laughs> I'm very worried for my celebrities. Um, it has gotten down to Oprah and Gayle King to the point they went on a fucking journey to get a sandwich. Uh, apparently, Justin Bieber is not phased by the sandwich. He just sees like not worth the hype. Um, pray for my celebrities, man. I'm praying. Serena Williams, don't fall victim. Actually, it's too late. She already... Y'all should see the way she bit into that damn sandwich. It, it might be the artwork. Fuck it. I don't know. I'll think about it. Anyway, get into some new music. Um, and for Rose is an R&B artist who's been around for quite some time. Uh, he doesn't consistently drop projects like that, though. I don't know why. Like, he drops a lot of singles, but not too many projects. But I like them. Anyway. There's a song that he dropped earlier this year. Um, he has a new single out, but I cannot find the single. I'll find it by next week, though. I'll, I'll have it by next week. Anyway, there's a joint that he dropped a while ago called Sin. Thought it was pretty dope. Check it out. Just a memory. 
Once again, that's Sin by Anfa Rose. It's just a single. It's available on Apple Music and Spotify. I don't know if this is going to be on a upcoming project. I hope it is. This is his distinct sound. He takes a lot of um, Moroccan, African samples and some South American, uh, Mexicano, merengue samples. And he meshes it with R&B and, you know, the whole R&B trap wave that's going on now. He does that a lot. So I hope it's on an upcoming project if he's deciding to drop one. I know there's not one coming out. This is way too close to the end of the year. I'm pretty sure it's 2020, but we'll see. Uh, dope artist. He has a project out there he dropped last year called She Been Waiting. Uh, check that out. And he has another project back from, I believe, 2016 called Debauched. Uh, you should check that out as well. That's available on datpiff.com. Both dope projects, man. I like this guy. So, uh, 50 Cent has continued his trolling, of course. When is he not trolling anyone? His latest target is Notori Nofton from Power, who who plays uh, Tasha St. Patrick. <laughs> so, basically, uh, he's making fun of, I guess, how the, the wig she's wearing, the ponytail. And he's making fun of her, like her forehead, basically, like the hairline or where it like where it stops or where it begins. I don't fucking know. But he took her picture and put it side by side with King Goro from Mortal Kombat, the forearmed um, brute from Mortal Kombat. Anybody that knows Mortal Kombat, we know who Goro is. But why? Like, <laughs> why does he bully his co-stars and you know this isn't anything new we've had this in the past you know uh jared leto when he played joker on suicide squad on the set he was sending his his castmates like a lot of weird shit you know for no reason uh, it, this isn't this is nothing new um who else marlon brando who played vito corleone from the godfather he was also in another movie that most might know about. It's called The Island of Dr. Moreau. Terrible movie. Um, he was doing a lot of weird shit on set to the point where a lot of the castmates were getting weirded out by Marlon Brando. But apparently he was just trying to keep character. So this is nothing new, but 50 Cent is just... I, I guess it's the fact that he's a rapper. No. Um, where he comes from and just to see him doing this for as long as he's been in the game since like 0304 well a little before that if you however long you've been listening to 50 um it's just funny because he he continues to be a child and this man is like 40 <laughs> shout out to 50 cent uh leave notori nofton alone uh, she was the most attractive one of 3lw uh, fuck off. You still my guy, 50, but leave her alone. <laughs> anyway, um, what else has been going on? TMZ this morning put out a report, Shade Room as well, that the Harriet screenwriter for the new film Harriet about Harriet Tubman, whatever, um, wanted Julia Roberts to play Harriet Tubman. And I saw when I saw the headline, I knew this was like an obvious troll. I knew what it was from the jump, but 
apparently people are just so easily fooled and triggered. And I don't see how people are getting so triggered by this. Like, you have the Shade Room, you have TMZ, you have all these other news outlets who put this bullshit out there. Like, when I looked at it, I'm like, why is this news? But it finally made me realize how fickle people's minds are. And it doesn't matter. They're, they, they'll just react. Like, they're easily triggered by shit like this. I thought it was hilarious. And I was like, you know what? I would have liked to see that. Uh, a few months ago, Scarlett Johansson, she was in talks to being in a movie of playing a transsexual, which... Honestly, would have been interesting to see because Jared Leto was also in another movie where he played a, a transsexual. I think it was I, th I think it was Dallas Buyers Club or some shit like that with Matthew McConaughey or whatever. I saw that. Yeah, it is Dallas Buyers Club. I'm tripping. I've only watched it like once or twice, but Dallas Buyers Club is really fucking good. So I was kind of interested in seeing Scarlett Johansson play this character. Uh, of course, uh, Twitter ran her off. She no longer wants to play. She dropped the role. She was like, fuck it. And then comes out and says, like, I can play whatever I want. I can play a tree. And it led to an onslaught of jokes of, oh, this bitch was mad because she wanted to play Groot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, <laughs> but anyway, um, I would have liked to see Julia Roberts play Harriet Tubman. I thought it would have been something intriguing to play, kind of like a, a Joaquin Phoenix and Joker. I wouldn't have known what to expect. I think Harrison Ford should play George Washington Carver. I think, Jul not Julia Roberts, I think Sandra Bullock should play Madam C.J. Walker. Uh, I think, uh, who, I think Drew Barrymore should play in a Cicely Tyson biopic. I would like to see these things. I'm tired of representation. I'm tired of the identity politics. I'm tired of people acting like they've never seen black folks on screen and acting like they've never seen strong women on screen. You know, I would like to see, um, you know, hell, we've got Linda Hamilton who came back to play Sarah Connor in the new Terminator. I would like to see Linda Hamilton play a, a Coretta Scott King. You know, I, this is interesting. But anyway... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Um, but yeah, it's just ridiculous to get triggered off of shit like this. And then as I read the article, this was news. Apparently, this was thought of 25 years ago. So. And I just knew what it was from the jump. I don't see how anyone else did not see this. Like, it's so obvious to look at a headline like, oh. Harriet screenwriter wanted Julia Roberts to play Harriet and just easily brush it off based on all of the, the, I mean, to, you know, not to quote Donald Trump, but to see the fake news that we've gotten over the years, like, fam, is it was so obvious that this was to bait everybody and get them rolling and raised in hell, man, it's way too damn easy. Anyway, uh, let's go on to some new music, whatever. Dirty Sanchez from Pro Era dropped a new project a couple weeks ago called Divine Time. I think it's pretty dope. 
Uh, and one of my favorite songs on this project is called MOB featuring Rock-A-Mouth. Rock-A-Mouth is another artist from Pro Era. Uh, check it out. Yeah. Uh, New York put my soul in there. These niggas could have hold me back. Started wilding out the same. Take it easy, but this shit is easy. Ego dead, but my soul grew stronger. Dirty money piled up in the vault. Corona with lie, but hold the sword. Belly of the beast goes always hungry. 47 shit, food for thought. We running it like stamina. My speaker's knocking. You mad enough? He got a baby. Standing tall. I don't want that piece, bitch. I want it all. I want it all. Never trust a bitch. Never trust a hoe. Loyalty and money, man, that's all I know. Never trust a bitch. Never trust a hoe. Loyalty and money, man, that's all I know. Don't ever wait on anybody because your time could pass. And that could happen in the flash. You know, lightning fast. Sometimes you got to kill the boy just to become the man. And in New York, yeah, we Gucci like we Depardin. We some motherfucking pirates. I'm the captain. They love me out of France. They love me in Japan. Just get to the pipe and why they need to know about a couple of nice things. Ain't hearing what he's saying. She just stay on playing game on, but never gave and give up this motherfucker. And I just put another sit back, enjoy this. Here it's real unfamiliar. This ain't really nothing to filter. Switch it up like a real to tell them boys. Bring that noise. Still paranoid. They coming to kill you. I'm a real outfielder. Think I'm trapped in that movie. That's a setup. No movie. I can never trust a groupie. Keep a friend from this good Never trust a bitch. bitch. Never trust the whole. Once again, that's MOB by Dirty Sanchez featuring Rock Mouth off of the brand new project, Divine Time. It's available on Spotify, Apple Music, and Google Play. So before I get up out of here, uh, story time. Well, not really story time. It doesn't, it's not that long. So I was going to get something to eat, and I, I walk into the restaurant, and I got on my Star Wars hoodie. I don't know why people are just so fucking attracted to this damn hoodie. It's just a black hoodie, and on the front it has the, in big bold letters in the Star Wars style writing, it says Star Wars. Ooh, okay. And the girl asked, she's like, oh, are you, are you really a Star Wars fan? Like, my nigga, y yes, for one, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. And I'm like, yeah. And I was like, um, I'm more so into the EU and the, you know, the expanded universe, the EU and the older movies. And she looks at me like in confusion, like kind of puzzled as if. Like, what the fuck am I talking about? And <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she says, what, what's the EU, the expanded universe? I was like, God damn it. I was like, all right, let, I, I'm just, I'm coming to get my food. I'm ready to go. I didn't say that, but in my head, I was like, are you kidding me right now? She was like, she's like, well, you don't really like the new movies? I was, I was like, no, not at all. Not at all. She's like, you don't like The Force Awakens? You... It's like, no. You don't like The Last Jedi? I'm like, hell no. 
and all across the board last jedi was shit but anyway she was like man i don't know i was i really liked the last jedi and i really can't wait for the rise of skywalker episode nine i'm like jesus christ and she was like well how can you be a star wars fan but not like the new movies and my reply was i'm like well there's fans that are really really diehard fans to the point where they know what's going on behind the scenes and if it's a disaster they see the incompetence of people that are on the project i said then there's just fans who are casual fans she's sitting here talking about as if she was like a diehard fan she's just a casual one and <clears throat> she was like well you got to realize this these are new directors and george lucas no longer is directing them anymore i said george lucas doesn't even own lucasfilm anymore he sold it the fuck are you talking about but anyway i just wanted to get that off my chest because this girl had the nerve to ask me if i was a star wars fan and she doesn't even know what the hell the eu was and the eu was basically the books that are just fucking phenomenal if you have if you're not into star wars like the movies at all if you're not into that shit at all, take a chance and read those books. Read those books. Those books are amazing. But <laughs> yeah, man, I just I was like, what the hell? She's like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a big Star Wars fan, man. I've been since a little kid. And but she was looking at me puzzled like I was crazy because she didn't know what the expanded universe was. But anyway, I bring that up because I've been watching The Mandalorian. It's only two episodes. But I've watched these first two episodes numerous times. Just to see if I really like it. Or if it's as good as a lot of people say it is. And it's good. It's really good. It's a hell of... Oh my god. It's such a step up from what we were getting in the, the damn movies. But my 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 gripe with the show is that well it's not even it's not even the show man it's disney overall it's like damn we were going through all of this bullshit with these bum ass movies and then the one time you decide to act competent and have some sense you give us this show which gives us something so much different like we've we've never had a show based on this uh, a bounty hunter from the star wars universe like if anything we would have probably gotten something like boba fett or some shit like that right but the whole boba fett thing would have been too obvious so let's kind of dig into crates and go through the actual star wars history and do something on the mandalores and i just think it's interesting like for one i think the reason why the show is working working out so far is because we have John Favreau uh, directing and writing along with uh, David David Filoni and of course George Lucas has been on set with these guys and I think that's why this show is working out as well as it is now it's completely different from what we've seen um, well not really so much but it's almost like a western feel to it I'm a huge fan of the westerns love westerns I blame my grandmother for putting me on. <laughs> uh, but I get a lot of the good, bad, and ugly vibes. Like Clint Eastwood vibes. 
I get a lot of um, Lone Ranger vibes, somewhat, somewhat Lone Ranger, not really. And overall, I get a rifleman vibe from it. Like, there's an old black and white western from back in the day called The Rifleman. Um, you can look it up on YouTube. Um, I, I believe the intro of the show's on YouTube, but it really reminds me of The Rifleman. And uh, I'm enjoying it. One of my other gripes, though, is this uh, thing that everyone is calling Baby Yoda. It's just corny a little bit. It's cool, but it's corny. But I'm not going to say nothing negative. That damn thing better be glad it's adorable. Yes, Baby Yoda is adorable. I'm not going to lie. Uh <laughs> <laughs> if you've seen the show so far, you know what I'm talking about. The thing is adorable. Can't really talk shit on it. I just want to see where this goes. Um, I do like the Mandalorian. He has he, he has some character to him. He's, he's a little funny. He gives you a little chuckle from here and there due to his reactions to certain things. Especially in the first episode, there's a, a big shootout scene between the Mandalorian ig11 which is a droid oh my god i'm surprised that they showed him but i'm kind of mad that oh i'm not gonna spoil it fuck it but the scene with the mandalorian and ig11 is so dope and that was probably one of the highlights that had a little bit of, of a uh, comedic element to it because of ig11's going off just shooting everybody and the Mandalorian, he's just like, stand down, stand down. He said, take cover. Da -da -da -da, this, that, and the third. And then whenever they got, you know, overtaken somewhat by the guys that they were shooting at IG-11, he was like, must self-terminate. <laughs> he was getting ready to blow himself up. And the Mandalorian kept telling him, he's like, don't self-terminate, don't self-terminate. And the device would go back into IG-11's chest. And so that was probably one of the highlights when it comes to uh the like the comedic aspect of it because of the mandalorian's reaction to everything um nick nolte is in this show too and by far he is probably one of my favorite characters besides um grief cargan grief cargan is played by carl weathers or as most of us know apollo creed from rocky and i like the show I'm going to continue watching it. It's Disney, so I can't really say, oh, it's trying too hard to be edgy. So I'll just, I'll relax and I'll watch The Mandalorian. But I will say this, the soundtrack for The Mandalorian, the the, the theme song that they play at the end of uh, the, the ending credits, amazing. And the, the soundtrack overall is great, so... Um, it's weird to say that because John Williams is no longer composing for Star Wars and they have different people now composing, but I do like the soundtrack for the Mandalorian. But anyway, that wraps up this episode for me. Thank you for listening to episode 179 of the social introvert podcast real quick. Shout out to the usual suspects. Y'all know who y'all are. I'm not going to shout y'all out. Y'all know who y'all are. I say it every episode. And shout out to the entire BYNK family. Shout out to all of y'all. Y'all know who y'all are. I got a raging headache and I need to eat something. Uh, 
<laughs> BYNK Radio. You can go on to BYNKRadio.net. Go into the lifestyle section and scroll down. You see a series of blogs. Mine is the last one, which is the social introvert blog. Um, let me see if you want to follow me on social media. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at I Sid Davis. I have a podcast Instagram, which is at the social introvert podcast and Twitter's podcast pages. TSI underscore pod. All of that will be in the description of this episode. And real quick. We have an app. That's right. If you are an Android user, you can go into the Google Play Store and download the BYNK Radio app, Indie Music, Indie Culture. We have a little bit of mainstream too, but our primary focus is the indie artists, just all the indie acts. We want to push this shit forward. And uh, if you have any questions, sing your thoughts. It could be about anything. doesn't matter to me, man. I'm always down to shoot the shit. Send those emails to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com and until next week guys stay safe stay blessed the holidays are here enjoy your people enjoy your family your friends whoever peace there's no need to wear these shades when i drive i need to see the leap before the stride there's so much more that can happen i'm sure that you can imagine i live around here let me show you how to walk it, stop the traffic, sick, sick. Them too late to get you right for action, but good brain. They get you all the answers. They get you all the cash and fashion, just patch your lashes and tell me where you wanna go. But I don't really think that it can get much better. The city I love, city I love, city I love. You're telling me you wanna break free, I bet you never, bet you never I ain't no love, smoke if you want to Put your feet in the water, the city belongs to you girl It's all for you